0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of A Little Sweetener. It is I, your host, Candido Torres, and this is my co-host.
1: Mickey V. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Sorry, I was thinking because where did you come up with the name A Little Sweetener?
0: So A Little Sweetener was actually came up with, with from my friend Marissa. Hi, okay. Marissa. Um, Hi, She and I were hanging out one day. How you doing, Marissa? She and I were hanging out, um, doing, <laughs> <laughs> um, were hanging out um, a few months ago, and I had told her that I wanted to kind of revamp my podcast, because I originally had a re- uh, podcast coming out earlier this year, or kind of like late last year. Um, it didn't really work out, but I wanted to kind of revamp it and kind of, you know, reboot it, almost. Okay. Um, and I wanted it to be kind of the type of podcast that people can listen to after a long day of work. Okay. And, like, you know, just chill, like, add a little bit of sweetener to their lives. Because, you know, gotcha. work is very stressful. Facts. Work is very annoying. Yeah. People are dumb as fuck, <laughs> annoying as fuck. You want to just rip their throats out. I'm yeah. sorry for the gory language. Um, and she was like, you know what? Like, why not make it, why not call it a little sweetener? Because she knows I love coffee. She knows I love like okay, okay. you know drinking coffee with sweetener because I'm a I have a sweet tooth.
1: Gotcha.
0: And it it just kind of like clicks, you know, and like people always tell me that it just kind of makes sense. It just kind of works, you know. Yeah, and I like how you say like it adds a little sweetener to your life. Like, right. You, know, you can have life is
1: just this black coffee let add a little sweetener to it. Yes. Yeah. yeah
0: like, it's. it literally is so perfect. <laughs> and honestly, like... I'm going to charge you for that. That'll be $500. <laughs> honestly... I'm going to trademark that. <laughs> yes. And honestly, like, she needs to be, like... She needs to get something from this po- Like, when this podcast starts to be monetized, mm-hmm. and, like, it, I make money from it, she needs to be slid a little check, Yeah. you know? Yeah, so, Marissa... So, uh,
1: we're taking you to a restaurant.
0: Yes. Like, expect a check to be coming your way in Texas. Oh, I shouldn't dox her. Uh, she's in Texas? Yes. What's her last name and her social security (laughs) number? (laughs) Her social security (laughs) number, (laughs) Well, with that being said, this episode is about work. Okay. What are we talking about? Ew. Yeah. Work. What? What about work? So, okay, let's just just start from the top. Okay. I started work today at 5.55 a.m. I woke up at 5.54. Okay. Because... Oh, because you work at home. Yeah. I, I was know. like, how
1: did you get to work <laughs> in one minute? I just teleported. Uh, apparently, I'm just talented like that. It was like, you
0: showered everything in under one minute? That's impressive. Well, I usually shower the night before, to oh, be fair. Gotcha. Just to be a little bit more efficient. Okay, okay. However, we don't do that anymore, because... You just don't shower at all, or...? Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> 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 I mean, I do shower, but, like, I am not as, like, stripped with it, because, like, sometimes I'll take showers during my lunch break, because, like, it's an hour long, Mm-hmm. And I have a little bit of time to like put on my, you know, air fryer and like take a shower. Anyways. Um <laughs> so like I get up and I like clock in and usually I'm given like a five minute grace period to like glock in. Glock in? Glock
1: in. Whoa. say strapped. <laughs> That's what you wakes up, pull well, out the glock, let's fucking get it. <laughs> let's get this bread.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and I like I clock in I check my emails so I say good morning team hi everybody like good morning and then you I do like a zoom meeting for that or no is that on chat mm-hmm. gotcha okay yeah literally everything is basically done on chat we do have like meetings that we do like every Friday I believe um at least in my team okay cause we have like different teams within, within like the representative departments gotcha you gotcha. know um and And, yeah, basically the rest of my day is me talking to clients, helping them out with their personal issues, and, like, resolving situations that occur in their programs. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I work at a debt resolution program or company. You mentioned it to me. I don't know if you've mentioned it to them, but... Probably not. But okay. it's one of the reasons why the podcast doesn't really get published that often. You're occupied. Right. Busy. I feel that. Booked I feel and like... busy. Um, but it's a great job. I was kind of private about it because I was a little worried that I might lose it, to oh, be yeah. cr- very frank. But you were new, yeah. Right. What about why were you afraid of losing it? Uh, so I have talent in being able to talk to people and I think that I am good at doing customer service, but I'm also very emotional. I realize. And like, I am very bad at compartmentalizing my emotions and how I reflect them back to people. And so like, it doesn't happen immediately, but I, I have like a buildup of like emotion throughout the day. And usually by the end of the day, depending on how well it went, I'm either in a perfectly fine mood Or I'm super pissed off and I'm ready to just, like, destroy the planet.
1: Gotcha. gotcha. You know,
0: which I feel like is understandable because I'm dealing with people who, you know, a lot of people who are dealing with a lot of debt and who are not in the best financial situations. Right. So they're frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I even had, like, clients recently who were going through a lot of health issues Mm. and that was the reason why they they actually went into debt. And so they needed help resolving that debt. Gotcha. Yeah, because if being being sick is expensive. Yeah, at least in America. Yeah, yeah, in America. Being sick is crazy expensive. Yeah. So it's just insane. But it's a great job. and That's good. It you enjoy it? Adds, yeah, I mean, it's something that I've always wanted to do because I've always worked, like, service jobs, like, in person. Like, you know, I worked as a server. Not a server. I worked as a host at a restaurant. Yeah. I've worked at, you know, a, several grocery stores. I've worked at Target. I've worked at Amazon multiple times. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um and I what what was my last job before this? I worked at CVS once. Okay. I worked at a like restaurant you worked once like one time? No, I worked <laughs> at a CVS for like a few months. It was like
1: was like don't like this amount.
0: <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, that's basically how it went down. Like I Basically, showed up to work one day, and then I was just like, you know what, I'm bored. Yeah, this is this is not really for it's me.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, and then I wa- worked at a restaurant, but like in the back. Instead of being like the server, I was like the one ma- preparing the food. I was like food prep, gotcha. and that was a really interesting experience. And I actually liked the team that I worked with. Okay. but I had a hernia at the time. Yeah, yes, I remember this. And like, I can't really carry heavy stuff with the hernia, so right. I had to basically right. quit. Um and I didn't work for 2 months this year which definitely caused me to suffer a little bit financially mm-hmm. but with this job at this company that I like <laughs> um it's definitely helped me out a lot and good. yeah there's a lot of opportunities that I'm working towards you know achieving okay um and like positions that I'm working on moving up to mm. so that's as like an experience yes that's absolutely that's just that's because great. like I want this podcast to thrive okay. and like, you know, be something that I am able to catapult into stardom. Okay. <laughs> but like, you know, as of right now, I think it's actually a good idea for me to keep this job because it is very stable.
1: Yeah. I mean, you, you gotta, know? cause you do have to start somewhere cause I mean, as you know, I have my podcast as well. And so yeah. it's like as lovely as it would be to just be able to do that full time. I need, I need to like give it time to grow Yeah, before I can go into just turning my passion into a career.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Well, now that I've spoken about my lovely day, a normal day at work, how, uh-huh. what's your day at work? What's like? my day look like? Yeah.
1: Um, so I'm a, so I'm a sales, of, I'm a director of sales and marketing, um, for a senior living community. And so my day is, is my, my official clock in time is 9am. Okay. My actual clock in time it is like 8, 8.30 right now. I've started to try to go in a little earlier because I've realized like if I go in at 9, like everything just happens right away. But if I go in at 8, I have a little bit of time to like prepare myself for the day. So I've actually been going in a little earlier. I get in at 9 and I usually have a meeting with my, with my um, co-partner, also director of sales and marketing, and then my two directors who they're like the boss of the whole building. Mm-hmm. And so I have a daily meeting with them, 30 minutes, and we're kind of just strategizing. It's like, all right, you know, who is the most recent tour that we had and prospects? Are they ready to move in? What can we do to help them move in? Um, and so we're that first part of the day, is just strategizing. And then I have a 930 meeting with my team, and there's about 13 of us that are directors for the, for the whole community. And so then we're just, and that's, and I, I work with a really good team. I really like them. Mm-hmm. So then everybody, you know, like the activities director, the nurse, the maintenance director, the dining room director, we're all talking about like what's going on and is there anybody we should be like, you know, that anything we can do for them, uh, anything we can do for each other because we all work together. You know, it's like, if I want to host an event, then I need my restaurant manager to help me out with that or mm-hmm. any, so, so all in all, the fir- very first part of my day is pretty much all meetings all the way until like 11, 15 um, after that, I will usually have a tour. So that's where I have like people come and they're looking for senior living and I show them my community. I introduce them to people. It's kind of like a cruise ship on land. So it kind of like, I'm just like showing them like, check out this like, you know, really cool place. And it really is a really cool place. Um, and then I do a lot of computer work. So I'm just making calls, like, just like, all right, I got to make 20 calls a day So I'm just calling people like, Hey, you, uh, want to send your grandma over to me? Uh, wait, like, so you just do a lot of cold calls? It's not a cold call because they, they already expressed interest, but mm-hmm. we're not the only community trying to reach them. So it's a, it's kind of like a cold call in a bit, in a sense yeah. that like, I have to call, introduce myself, like what we are, how much we cost, like all that stuff.
0: Yeah. So do you have, do you have to like really try to convince people to like live at your community? um like really be like okay like come on like you yeah. <laughs> like you
1: want to be here right um not really not really because the thing that I've learned about being a salesman is that people can feel your energy so if they say if like if I I have had other sales now that I've met like talk to me we do like mystery shops so that means like we go to other places and pretend like <gasps> we're looking and
0: oh so that's like yeah. a, that's a mystery
1: shop. and everybody does it as part of the industry people done it to me I do it to people Okay, so there's no T, no shade. Um, I mean, we don't like it. Like, right. Because we, in my head, I think you're a real prospect. Um, I think you're really looking to move into senior living. And then I, like, you know, try to call you and it's a fake number. <gasps> or I try to email you, email bounces back. Oh, my so,
0: God. That's kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it,
1: it's, it's just annoying more than anything. But we have to do it, too, because that's how we learn. I, Me, personally, anybody can call me and I will give them a full. They're like, hey, I'm your next door competitor. Like, can you give me a tour? I'm like, yeah. Come oh, here. you literally will just be I like, would do it, yeah, and I have done it. I've had people reach out and be like, hey, you know, I work at this community. Can we just share exchange information, exchange prices? And I'm like, yeah, that's no problem. But some people feel like they have to do like the whole secret shopper thing. And some communities, you do have to do it because they're like, nah, you can't like have our information. Um, right. Even though most of it is online. So, oh, yeah. So so I guess it's
0: not really anything secret then that you're sharing.
1: No, no. So, but some people take take it like that or they just like... So so they do all that. Mm. I forgot why I was saying all that. Um, uh, but I don't know. I don't really have to convince people a whole lot to, to move in because it's just a good place. And so it's kind of... Somebody the other day, I was showing a prospect and her son was like, this place is like Disneyland. Like, <sighs> for seniors. <laughs> oh, wow. And that's really what it feels like. It's like, there's so many happy people. The staff is happy. Like... Uh, there's so much activities. There's happy hour every day. There's a nice restaurant. I just had some like great food right before I came over here. So it really feels like a cruise ship on land. And so it's just the the thing is, can people afford it? Right. We're, we're pretty pricey. Like it's five thousand dollars a month.
0: So, Holy fuck.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, five thousand a month. Five thousand a month, which is sixty thousand a year, which over ten years is six hundred thousand dollars. Most people, you know, that be are there for ten years plus. So it's you have to have like at least
0: half a million dollars to really be comfortably, like, living there for a while. Is it most of the people that live there have, like, a lot of, like, savings, like, 401ks, retirement, stuff like that?
1: Yeah, a lot of people, um, they have, older seniors get Social Security. So, Mm -hmm. like, you know, some people get, like, $3,000 in Social Security a month, so they're already halfway there. And then the other um, expense, if they have investments, like a 401k, like you said, then it will pay, you know, that pays out a certain amount every month. And then aside from that, if they have a house to sell, you know, sell a house, $400,000, now they have that money to pay for the rest. So, yeah, a lot of people use, like, their home or 401Ks or Social Security to pay for all of it. And some people just got
0: hella money. Well, yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah. That is so interesting. I mean, like, do you feel any stress when you're working in this sort of situation because you want to make sure that you're like able to provide for these seniors you know but like do they ever pressure you or anything? No, no
1: I I do stress from work but it's never from it's never from the seniors seniors are very lovely people and their families are very lovely people usually too the stress comes more from like the corporate world so like I have a home Mm -hmm. office right as I'm sure you do too Mm -hmm. so there's there's a certain number of quotas that I have to meet like I have to make I'm expected to make you know 10 phone calls a day at minimum mm. I'm expected to do seven tours a week I'm expected to have four movements a month so when we're not meeting those numbers or like we have the sudden like you know the economy has gone up so much that so we're having these move outs or we're senior living so people die and we have people, right. you know, like three people one time we had we had six people die in one week
0: oh my god yeah that
1: was crazy like that's never happened and we had six people die in one week now a lot of these seniors are ready to pass. Right. But from, from a, from a, my job standpoint, that was six rooms that I now have to fill yeah. because, because that's $30,000 a month of the company's losing. Wow. So, yeah. So when you put it in that perspective, that's what will stress me out a little bit where it's like, shit, I have to make these, make these sales. I have all my competitors around me who are like, they're just slashing their prices. We've been around for a while. So we are killing the game, but we have these places that are brand new. And they're just slashing their prices because they need people. And, like, we need people, too, but they really need people. Yeah. And so they're just like, yeah, come on in for, like, you know, ours is $5,000. they are like, come in at 3500 a month. So that's, like, $1,500. And so people are enticed by it, but then they're unhappy and end up moving to us. Really? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, but to your point, yeah, no, the stress, not from the seniors, not from their families, just really from my home office where it's just, like, uh, because if I don't make sales my staff members don't get paid. Correct. Like sales runs for sales is the bloodline of any business. Right. So like if I'm not making sales, my employees can't, we can't afford to pay them anymore. Mm. Right. So like, that's where I feel that pressure of like, shit, I got to do a good job because if I don't, like people could start losing their jobs if we don't meet a, a certain occupancy percentage.
0: Wow. Yeah. So that's where the stress
1: comes from. And that's why I work these longest hours. Nobody's asking me to work these longest hours. Like I just do it. Cause I'm like,
0: really know, hustling. Gotta, like, yeah,
1: I'm like, we gotta make this happen, y'all.
0: Yeah. I mean, my job, luckily, is not a sales job, uh-huh. so I'm not necessarily required to meet certain quotas like that, but I am expected to meet adherents, which Unless means that is. I have to be, like, basically, I have to be, because I take calls, like, inbound, okay. so I have to basically, like, be ready to take a call at any time during yeah. the time that I'm, like, scheduled. So, like, if I'm, like out of adherence by, like, let's say, like, I'm going to the bathroom or, like, I'm taking a little break that's not really, like, scheduled already, uh-huh. that could go against me and that can make me look really bad because, like, what are you doing besides, like, taking calls? Working, yeah. You know what I mean? Because You're on the clock. Right. And, like, I also have a lot of... I mean, I don't really get a lot of pressure, to be honest. Like, I would honestly really say that, like, my job is a blessing and it's in disguise. Okay. Because, like, while I do deal with, like, people that may not necessarily be in the best position, the job itself is actually very easily... Easy, easily, easy, as long as you, like, pay attention to the details. Mm. However, I am, you know, to be honest, uh, it's hard for me to, like, stay still, you know? And I have to, like, stay in my chair and, like, stay ready to take a call. And, like, I've been really working on it, but previously, like... It was really hard at first. Yeah. Like, I basically, like, would just kind of leave my chair... And just like kind of be like, oh, I'm just gonna go on a little break real quick. And it's like only three minutes long, but like it was affecting my adherence. And like that was a big thing for like my team, my, my team supervisor, who is amazing, by the way. Uh-huh. But like she was just like, hey, Candido, like you need to step your cookies up. Like you can't be doing all that. So, you know? So, so help me understand
1: adherence. So you, your like computer, your, your phone, it can just ring at any time. Correct. And you have to answer within like one ring.
0: Well, it doesn't even like allow you to like choose to answer. If it's a client, it automatically like pops up because they're basically like choosing an extension and they're most likely choosing the extension that leads to client services. So it just automatically pairs you with them as long as you're available.
1: Gotcha. And so they just, you just start
0: talking right away. Exactly. Gotcha. I basically, I'm just like, thank you for calling so-and-so. My name is Candido on a recorded line. Yeah. Can I help you out with something today? And like, we gotcha. just kind of go from there. Okay.
1: Yeah, so you just have to be ready all the time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It is a really interesting thing because, like, it kind of just flows. And, you know, some some clients are not really able to, like, exactly say what their issue is. But as long as you pay attention to, like, notations that were made previously and, like, pay attention to, like, the details of their current system, you're able to kind of suss out what needs to be done. Okay. And then you just kind of guide them from there and it's kind of like a one and done deal. Gotcha. Yeah. Whereas before, like if I was working like a service job, I would just be making like coffee or like, you know, at Starbucks, Uh which is like, I mean, I love coffee. Don't get me wrong, but like, I just hated like physically doing stuff. If that makes sense.
1: Like you were, you're not a hands-on person. You're like using your brain, like the problem solver type. Yes, thing. Yeah, gotcha. absolutely. And there's people who
0: are the total opposite where they're like, I'd rather do
1: construction than that strategize.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like I could never do construction. I would, I would probably die. I'm not <laughs> kidding. Like it's just it's a hell of a job. Yeah. My Anytime I'm
1: having a bad day at work, I'm like, it's not roofing. Cause I did roofing for three years. <laughs> I'm just like, it's not roofing. Like no. roofing was, woof, that is a hell of a job. Especially in Arizona, it's like 130 degrees on the roof. Like,
0: uh, anytime I'm having a bad day, I'm like, I'm all right. I'll be all right. Yeah. What would you say before we end this episode off for today? I know it's a little bit of a shorter one, but, you know, we got to keep it quick and cute. Up we in got here. more coming. We got more coming. Absolutely. Before we do, though, what would you say is like your best job ever? Like, the. I mean, I'm sure you love your job now, but uh-huh. like, what, job, nah, you man, worked... <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> job have you worked at previously that like you really liked, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Teaching. Okay. Teaching, teaching was the best job I ever had. And, and I had somebody today ask me, like, do you like your job? And I was just like, yeah, I really do. But then I thought about it longer. I was like, well, like, no job is perfect. It's really the people. And so, mm-hmm. like, I like my, I like my team that I work with. I like the, the staff that's there. I like the residents. My, the job itself is just a job, right? Um, teaching, I just loved, 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 loved being with the students and like my students loved me. I loved them. We had, I was laughing all the time. We just had a good time every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, teaching, I, I can't wait to, I, if I, if I could like wish on something, I would be to like, just have win a million dollars so that I can just go back to teaching. Oh yeah. Cause teaching doesn't pay very much. So it's like, I, well, can't, yeah. I can't go back to teaching and still be like a provider for my family in this like near future. But right, but if I could win a million dollars, like you know, just be set for life, I'd go back to shooting.
0: Yeah, honestly, the whole like thing about teachers not getting paid enough is in a conversation in and of itself. Just oh, because, that's a like, whole I could go on forever. Oh my god, yeah. like the things that teachers have to go through, right? To like only get paid like thirty thousand dollars a year. It's way more than that. It's like fifty-six thousand. But okay. But That's I remember, dumb. I remember specifically hearing, like, in Florida, when I used to go to high school, uh-huh. that some teachers were getting $30,000 a year, which I guess I understand that, like, it's, that was, like, a while ago, and, like, things well, have changed. When I first started five years ago in teaching,
1: I think I started at 42, which isn't very much, but then we had, I mean, we had this, like, huge, pretty, kind of really big increase in, in our pay, but then we had inflation, so it just that ended up balancing out. So we got paid more, but everything costs more now, so we're still in the same spot.
0: Right, yeah. It sucks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What about you? Uh, What would you say is, like, your favorite job you've had? Oh. Hmm. You're like, I hate them all. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Honestly, though, I really enjoyed working at um, the restaurant job that I mentioned previously okay yeah um, I'm not Is gonna, it the restaurant that I'm
1: thinking about
0: yes gotcha, gotcha. Um, I'm not gonna say their name not because there's tea any, There's no tea Chili's <laughs> ah! <laughs> hi welcome to Chili's um, there's no tea no shade but uh, I was fired um, however I really like this I'm going job to Applebee's now oh my god <laughs> <laughs> I really like this job because um, it was a different world you know, um, it was really interesting kind of, like, being in that position of, like, serving really, like, high-quality food. Yeah. You know, because it compared to, like, Starbucks, it was just, like, a, a, a notch up, you know? Gotcha, gotcha, In terms of, like, service, in terms of, you know, how I had to be professional, which, to be fair, I will say I wasn't the most professional employee, unfortunately. Okay. But, you know, it... I think it definitely taught me to be professional, especially after I got fired. It kind of, like, sunk in, mm. and I actually do attribute a lot of my professionalism nowadays to that job, okay. because it taught me to respect my team leaders, or, yeah, like, sure. managers, you know? There's, there's never losing in life. It's all lessons. Exactly. And I, I listened to this one song from, like, Queen Herbie. I don't know if you heard heard of her. Uh-uh. Well, she's a queen, but she has this one <laughs> song called um, Rabbit Hole, okay <laughs> and like um in that in one of the like lyrics she basically says like i wait what's the lyric hold on i never fell at anything i only learn yeah and like at- i basically like always listen to that and i'm like yeah that's basically accurate because like i never i didn't lose i just like learned something from that experience exactly. you know so while it didn't necessarily end on the best terms, I, I still am, like, okay with, like, the manager, and he's really cool, and, like, mm-hmm. whenever I want to come by, he's really awesome and sweet, and I'm honestly a really great manager, but he definitely, like, helped me out in learning some lessons that I needed to learn, you, you gotcha. know, and that's why it's my favorite job. For sure, for sure. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening, dear listener, to A Little Sweetener. Don't forget to add a little sweetener at your job. (laughs) And, yeah, do you have anything else to say, Mickey, before we go? Um, No. I think we're good. All righty, Well, thank you guys so much for listening, and I hope you've had an amazing day, amazing night, and an amazing evening. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye, everybody.